welcome to another episode of ANC. And uh, this news corporation. What's up? I'm your host, Anchor Matt, and this is Anchor Riley. And we're back for another episode. Got some hot stuff to talk about. Yeah, we were in the green room here, ready to hit the set, and discussing a uh, game plan for the uh, topic of conversation here tonight, and I uh, thought we got a pretty provocative topic. What do we have for tonight? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about a new recent study about how baffled the scientists are with uh, <laughs> coronavirus, and uh, how certain people aren't uh, getting coronavirus. So it's like it's destiny so many certain people aren't meant to get it so they won't. Well, you haven't had coronavirus and I haven't had coronavirus. We have not been vaccinated. That's pretty crazy odds. Because most people have been vaccinated or they have been... And uh, or. Yeah, and or had it. So multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Um, and so all this evidence baffled scientists, you know, kind of leads me to think about this um, movie called The Stand that was uh, made by uh, Stephen King about 40 years ago, I think, nah. which seems to kind of point to kind of this uh, whole situation that we find ourselves in like it's a predictive programming in a way um, so we kind of want to talk a little bit about that uh, you know I think there's a lot of similarities intertwined within it so um, kind of want to bring a little bit of those things out One of the things is that I wanted to kind of bring to light is how in the movie The Stand how the the plague it's like intentionally released out of Texas, some lab in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my opinion that's very similar to how uh, the, the plague is released of coronavirus. From Wuhan. China? Yeah. Yeah. Intentionally released out of the Wuhan lab in China. Very similarly to how it's released out of the lab in Texas in the movie The Stand. Kind of, it's almost like, oh, it just slipped out or something. Yeah. <laughs> Type deal. <laughs> Whoops, our bad. Whoop, the world has to suffer. Yep, oh, our bad. And so, yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's just uh, kind of one of those things where... Kind of whatever, you know, it's just... It is what it is, it happened. But, uh... Interesting thing is in the movie is that there's certain people that are not affected by 
the the virus, the plague, or whatever that's leaked out that all the other people are affected by. And so to me, um, that's kind of what, what's happening now with coronavirus. There's a certain madness, uh, a group of whatever that are affected. Yeah, and it's baffling the scientists. And very much like The Stand. And what's funny in The Stand, the movie, is at the end, the people... Like, the, these, like, people high up within the government and the military and stuff, mm. they have a confrontation with the people who are not affected by it. Oh. And they're, like, all, like, uh, talking about how they're, uh, you know, it's, like, almost, like, pissed off about the fact that, uh, you know, these people haven't been affected by it yet, you know what I mean? And they're still, like, alive and, like, you know, yeah, exactly. And so it's just to me, it's I wonder if it's like actually gonna come to that point too for the people who like haven't been vaccinated and who are, uh, uh, you know, like you know, not doing, you know, not being affected by it. It's kind of trippy to think that. <laughs> There's something you control that people cannot control. Yeah, the con- it's what the control freaks want. They want to control everything, but they're they have to come to the point where they have they realize that there's certain things that are out of their control, and that's these people that are like not being affected. You know, and it's like yeah. pissing them off. Yeah, like, what the fuck? What is it? We didn't calculate this into the equation. Well, they set apart from the rest. The reason being is because they're anointed of the Lord. That's why the Lord has, like, marked them. Like it says in Revelation chapter 7, it says that, like, before the tribulation and everything, like, before, like, the revelator of John, like, reveals this apocalyptic vision... Like, he says that the saints, like, the chosen ones of God, like, have a, are placed a mark on their forehead. And it says, like, they cannot be, like, like, uh, they, no harm can come upon them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all these, these kings of the earth, these, like, people that are connected to the beast in high up positions are going to be baffled by, like, why there's this group of people that are... And, of course, it's a virtual mark on your forehead. No, but it's not a virtual mark. It's not something that you will see. It's I believe it's a symbolic mark. Just like the mark of the beast on the people. Yeah, virtual. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Not I'm... really there. Okay, literal, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Virtual. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'd accept that uh, idea way of looking at it, yeah. Uh, so that's, and it's the same thing with the people who take the mark of the beast, too. You know, like, it's not going to be, like, an actual mark on your forehead or on your hand. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a symbolic, spiritual mark, you know, that is only known to the Lord, you know, and I believe to the devil. <laughs> and his people, you know, like, they, they know, they see. They, they know these things, you know, like, who these, who everybody is and 
what team they're on and what side they're on, very much like the stand. You know, it's a battle of good and evil. It's really what it is. And it's like an apocalyptic vision of the last days, you know, that I believe is very, uh, parallels very closely to coronavirus. So I just think it's just worthy of, uh... So you think today is one of the last days? I don't know. I'm just saying that I think that uh, Hollywood has um, has brought certain things to light, you know, in their in their movies and TV shows that have, you know, have kept potentially bear witness to actual literal events that take place in a, in a end time situation. Yes, which is kind of scary. You know, in a way, kind of, you know, there's been this thing that, Indeed, that has been like... Indeed, can't be scary, I agree, but for instance, the people that didn't get the virus, you have a certain amount of backing to think that you're protected from what's coming. I think, yeah, I think that could be true. I mean, that, you know, maybe you are some kind of chosen person or a special... Because I think that we're definitely in a time where there's some serious shit hitting the fan right now. And... And it's being downplayed. Yeah, and the special people need to be kind of out there because without it the human race doesn't end a chance. Yeah, and that's really, you know, a, a way of looking at it in a positive light in the midst of the apocalyptic chaos, you know, that's ensuing is that, you know, there's a remnant of people. There's a chosen group of people that are going to withstand the uh, onslaught of the beast. You know, very much like in the stand. Um, and uh, I think it's it's really, uh, if you could be a part of that, it would be an honor, I think. So, you know, I just... What we're trying to do here is trying to present a hopeful kind of uh, perspective of reality right now. And healthy, a healthy light on the issue. Yeah, in the midst of the kind of the chaos, you know, because that's really like what we're kind of living in right now. It's kind of a form of chaos, I think. Well, it's kind of one catastrophe to the next. Yep. Yep. It seems kind of like that's what they want to dwell on. The system wants to dwell on the catastrophic. Yeah. You know, I think, like, that's... That's just negative. (laughs) Uh Always focusing on the catastrophic stuff. I think it's like a negative thing, you know, for people, for the masses of people to be inundated by. 
still it's still there dude you know it's still like alive and it affects everyone so well now I mean at this stage in the game at this point in time yes yeah yeah and you know I just This is a part of the end times game plan. We're witnessing an effect right now. There's gonna be certain separations. There has to be. That happens between all of humanity. Yeah, and that's really what we're trying to bring up some of the prophecies of the New Testament. <coughs> and the Old Testament. Don't mind us people just smoking. The contrast of the Old and the New Testament is really what we're trying to bring out. One thing though, <laughs> we're identifying with is is uh, Judeo-Christian anarchists it's a new sect uh, what? new sect out of the many <laughs> trying to be funny <laughs> but looking at the uh the religious beliefs of people. Since we live in the West, we particularly gravitate towards the Judeo-Christian because of living in the West. I'm familiar with that because I was raised in that kind of an environment, as were you, Riley. And so we're familiar with that kind of stuff, so we talk about it because we were raised that way, and so it's relevant to us, you know, in that sense. Indeed. And so, unfortunately, because of being raised into that we happen to learn things from it that I believe are relevant well on top of that we're raised in a conservative manner right and obviously that's in correlation with the uh, and I think conservatism needs to be on the front line. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a positive thing, but I just think ultimately we're just really bringing out the stuff that that comes from this that is of relevance to our day and age right now, which I think is some of these prophecies. These provocative prophecies, uh, you know, from the Old and the New Testament. 
You know, and I think are bearing witness to the uh, time we're living in right now. You know, and uh, and that you know refers to the corona. It ties in with the coronavirus. It ties in with the knowledge that increased. You know, ties in with the mark of the beast, with the vaccines, I believe, and people thinking and acting accordingly to uh, you know, to the beast. And you know, I think that all this stuff is taking place, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that we're bringing to light here. You know, that ties into these ties into reality. Did you want to say something, Riley? No. Um, Do you want to cut it? Yeah. back another episode of ANC and August News Corporation how are you and we got some porn stuff to go over today like what happened with Riley's caregiver just recently in the last half an hour. Uh-huh. As she was here, another odd occurrence occurred. Uh-huh. She was throwing away some stuff. And ended up throwing away her keys. In the dumpster. That was super big, and she couldn't even, like, crawl up to get into it. But she did. Because there was a huge pile of snow that was still left for her to climb up on, and then she was able to get into the dang thing. <laughs> get down into the dump. Go through it. Find out what she threw away, and was able to find her keys. <laughs> Thank God. I don't need more... Caregiver drama. <laughs> As some of you might know, Riley is handicapped through an accident. He's not drunk, although he flirts with that sometimes. <laughs> but no, it's because he's been brain injured and. I almost think kind of needs to be brought to light that how Riley so defiant with alcohol actually (laughs) you know got himself into this mess of being handicapped now through alcohol and still continues to drink alcohol (laughs) despite that Mm -hmm. I don't know if we should applaud Riley or if we should (laughs) Crucify him. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting both sides of the hell. <laughs> no matter what. 
But, uh, yeah, I was, he still continues to do that stuff, so. So that goes to show how much it means to people. Yeah, people really like alcohol. I don't know what more to say. A lot of people who like that stuff and like the effect. As do you. Yeah. As do I. Like the effect of alcohol. In moderation. I think it's good. I think it's good on the set at ANC. <laughs> <laughs> But what's funny though, so caregiver throws her keys away, goes into the dumpster, climbs in through the the snow packed up alongside this huge dumpster, like the biggest one there is. <laughs> she gets back out, you have to climb back out, she comes back in, tells us what happened. Then she says, I'm leaving now. And so she left, and as she was leaving, there were some kids playing out in the uh, parking lot. And we're playing with a ball, and she ended up running it over. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just kind of funny. I don't know. It's like we want to bring it to light in our post coverage here. Her trials and misfortunes. <laughs> Indeed. So she called us. To tell us about what had happened about running over the ball. I heard a uh, some kind of a bang. I heard it pop. And I was like, what the heck just happened? It sounded uh-huh. like kids were playing and then a pop. Like they blew something up or something. It was their ball. So, Michelle ran it over. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caregiver for Riley. Uh-huh. I thought that was kind of interesting. People might want to hear. It's kind of an interesting story. We talked about the story in the last episode, the odd occurrence that happened that almost postponed me from coming here with the uh, accident where the person somehow hit the the line of communications that knocked out the internet. Yeah, and it knocked out the internet communications of our podcast and everything. We're lucky we're even able to podcast on our normal time. Yeah. Which was, in my opinion, not occurrence. Kind of odd. I couldn't even get here. I'd use like a like a Bruce Wayne backdoor bat cave route. Lucky these Still the platform for us to record. I don't know how they did, and I don't know how we're still haven't been censored yet. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, I think ANC is hate speech. To be perfectly honest with you, to a degree, uh, it is hate speech. But if there's a evil, if there's a bad, you better believe I'm gonna hate on that. Is that because we hate your man? <laughs> uh, I think the hate encompasses many groups of people. Is that because we're MAGA? I don't know. I don't consider myself a MAGA. <laughs> a magazine? <laughs> magazine? MAGA? Does that sound like a magazine? This is like your it's short for magazine. <laughs> Are you a MAGA? 
My magazine? Hell no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a human being, not a magazine. <laughs> hey, make America great again. And again, and again. And again. Because right now we're in a bad cycle right now. A dysfunctional Joe Biden cycle. Cycle? The oldest fucking president we've ever had. <laughs> Doesn't know his ass from all the ground. Oh, man. Unfortunately so. Yo. This is the dealio. <laughs> I'm slurring my words. Or I'm just gangster. <laughs> but yeah. A little bit of both. <laughs> A little bit of both. post-coverage episode I'm entitled to my time back in the green room puffing on the pins the pins are full right now you know, you just got we just got a full dosage it's Wednesday of, yep. it's Wednesday podcast whiskey Wednesdays hitting up the uh Irish whiskey, eh? <laughs> new bottle of whiskey. Yep. New bottle of Irish whiskey. From Ireland, the luck of the Irish. <laughs> Tasty. Yep. Got us going in a good zone. A little zoomy. <laughs> Nevertheless, doing good, feeling good. On the set. Backstage, uh-huh. on the set, and backstage. <laughs> Tell me who knows they can do that. <laughs> All at once, baby, omnipotent. <laughs> omnipotent. All in one, everywhere at once. I'm everywhere. We're everywhere. You want to be. <laughs> yeah. We're infusing again here tonight. We're drinking a little bit. Infusing with the Michelob Ultra. Infusions. I'm a little bit behind Matt right now. Just a little. Not too bad. I was dominating for most of the game. (laughs) But Riley's about a swag away from tying. It's a a two-pointer. March Madness. (laughs) <laughs> oh man 
showed up. <laughs> Did I show up? Probably. It was more like right in the face of the fucking recording area. Of the iPad. I would venture to say so. 